Hey Creepers, welcome to the Mrs. Night Terror Podcast. Join me as I tell you spooky, shocking, and scary bedtime tales. Each story I tell is a fictional narrative, so don't worry too much about it coming true. If you think you can handle it, listen closely and imagine yourself being part of each and every story I tell. First, I want to say thank you to each and every listener out there. This is the next episode of the podcast, and it surely won't be the last. If you enjoy what you hear, be sure to give me a follow on Instagram at Mrs. Night Terror and leave a comment about what you enjoyed the most. I also have a Patreon page where I share scary artwork, alternative endings, and other behind-the-scenes details about the ins and outs of being Mrs. Night Terror. Tonight's twisted tale is called The Suppression of the Soul Harvester. I was walking along the dirt road with my best friend, Gemma. It was our responsibility to go down to the river to get a bucket of water for our houses. Our village didn't have running water, so on the days that we didn't have school, Gemma and I walked the path to the river to get water for our families. The unpaved roads were long, and the sun was undeniably hot. The walk was long, but we had each other. It provided us with exercise, and it gave us time to gossip. Did you hear that our teacher is missing? Said my Gemma. Our village was small, and we all shared one teacher. So even though Gemma was three years younger than I was, Mrs. Deet taught both of us. Since when? I said, bewildered. Mrs. Deet was extremely responsible. I can't remember the last time she even missed a day of school. Gemma responded. She left school yesterday, and they have not seen her since. I began creating scenarios out loud. Maybe she went to see family in the next village or took a trip with friends. I bet she is back Monday for school. We continued walking for another 30 minutes, each of us taking turns making up silly words and giving them funny meanings. Halfway to the river, I began to see something in the trees beside us. I didn't think much of it since it is very common for monkeys to swing away in the branches. But as we continued to walk, I could see it coming closer to us. I told Gemma to stop walking, and whatever was lurking in the trees stopped too. I began to think that an animal was stalking us as prey, so I told Gemma that we needed to stick together. I told her not to run, because whatever it was would chase us, and it could make the situation more dangerous. Jaguars are notorious hunters, and many people go missing each year from their attacks. We continued for about another mile, and I saw it again, but this time I got a better look. It did not look like an animal. It almost looked like a human. It had a long black flowing cloak and its fingers were long and narrow. Its hair was matted and the skin was almost translucent. My heart began to race as I noticed that this was not a human at all. It was a creature my family had warned me about many years before. The elders all told stories of a humanoid that lived in the trees and stalked its prey. They warned me to submit if I ever saw it and to never make eye contact. I screamed at Gemma. It's the creature that Nene warned us about when we were kids. Some of the kids thought she was crazy with all of her stories about mysterious beings and random disappearances, but I always listened. You don't get that old and not know some stuff. I looked over to Gemma, but it was too late. She had her eyes fixated on the creature. She had made eye contact with the mysterious being, and she was in its illuminating trance. 
The creature then opened its arms and was in a hypnotic stance. It hovered just above her, and it made a faint humming noise that didn't sound like it was coming from its mouth. The noise sounded like it was coming from its body. I bowed down, diverting my gaze to the ground, and tried not to watch, but I couldn't take my eyes away. Gemma was unable to move as she was stuck in the power of this terrifying creature. I knew I needed to run away to save myself, but my friend needed me. Gemma needed me now more than ever. I couldn't just leave her. I needed to do something. I threw the bucket that I was carrying. I was hoping to scare it away, but it did just the opposite. Somehow, the creature stopped the bucket. It stayed in the air and hovered there for a moment. Then, with a wave of the being's long, narrow fingers, the bucket dropped to the ground, created a loud noise that caused me to look up. I didn't dare make eye contact, but I could feel that the creature had power over me. It was almost as though it could control my mind without even looking at me. As my friend and the creature held eye contact, my body went to retrieve the bucket. I picked it up and just stood there, unable to move. I felt as though I was no longer in control of my own body. My friend began to hum the same noise that the creature was, but now their eyes were no longer locked. The creature turned to me and stared deeply into my soul. With no words spoken, I could understand exactly what the creature was telling me. I tried so hard to break the stare. I began to think of the story Nana told me when I was a kid, about when the creature came to our village. I remember she said that they were able to get it to go away by singing a song louder than its hum. I tried to remember the song, but it just was not coming to me. The creature had complete control of my body, and I could feel it taking over my mind. I began walking toward my friend, and I didn't know why, but I felt a strong sensation of anger and hate. I could feel my hands wrapping her neck, and I realized the creature wanted me to kill her. My consciousness was still within me, so I knew I could still break out. My friend's hum grew louder but I needed to think of the song to break this madness. I tried to close my eyes, but they wouldn't budge. I began listening to my heartbeat, and that's when the song came to me. If you enjoy this podcast and are considering hosting one of your own, check out my links in the description box. Buzzsprout is an easy-to-use podcast hosting platform that not only provides you with a variety of options, but also helps you integrate your podcast on other platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Now, back to our story. My eyes, my eyes look into my soul. Begin your travel back down below. Into the dark, the darkness you go. Your eyes, your eyes close them so slow. Yes, that was it. That was the song. I began singing the song louder and louder until I could no longer hear the humming noise. The gaze from the creature began to break, and I was able to free my hands. As my friend started to come out of her hypnotic state, we both began singing together. We sang louder and louder. The creature could not handle the song and soon vanished back into the trees. We were so relieved that we ran back to the village. Our buckets were empty, but our minds were full. We had to get to Nana to tell her what had happened. But it was too late. The creature had already been to our village. We cried out in agony as we saw everyone we once knew lifeless with their eyes blacked out. The creature's attack on our village left us devastated and our lives forever changed. 
My best friend and I were the only survivors, having narrowly escaped the clutches of the humanoid tree-dweller through the power of a song passed down by our wise elder, Nainel. As we examined the village, the sight was chilling. The streets were deserted, and all around us lay the lifeless bodies of our friends, family, and neighbors. Their eyes were blackened, and it was clear that the creature had drained the life from them. Tears welled up in our eyes as we realized the extent of the tragedy. We knew we had to find Anna. She was the only one who might know how to defeat this malevolent creature once and for all. She had always been the guardian of our village's ancient wisdom, preserving the knowledge of our ancestors. Despite the grief and fear that gripped us, we set out on the path to Nina's cottage. The journey was somber, and our hearts heavy with the burden of the unknown. We couldn't help but wonder if the creature had reached Nana before us, and if she too had fallen victim to its hypnotic power. Hours passed before we arrived at her quaint, weathered cottage nestled on the outskirts of the village. The door creaked as we pushed it open, revealing Nana's small, dimly-lit living room. Shelves lined with old scrolls, ancient artifacts, and mystical charms filled the room, bearing witness to Nana's lifelong pursuit of knowledge and protection. We called out for her, but there was no response. Fear gnawed at our hearts as we ventured further into the cottage. Finally, we found her, lying on her creaky wooden bed. Nana's eyes were lifeless, and her once vibrant spirit had been extinguished. The creature had reached her before us, and we were now truly alone in this fight. Overwhelmed with grief, we vowed to honor Nana's memory by seeking the knowledge she had guarded. We searched her cottage, finding old scrolls detailing the history of the creature in the village. It was in these writings that we discovered the full story of the elusive humanoid that had plagued our people for generations. The creature was known as the Soul Harvester, a malevolent being that thrived on the life force of humans. It had been dormant for many years thanks to the collective vigilance of the village, but something had awakened it, leaving the village vulnerable to its sinister power once again. We also learned that the song we had used to break its control was the key to banishing it. The Soul Harvester was particularly susceptible to the harmonious vibrations of this ancient melody. The song, as Nana had told us, held the power to expel the creature and seal it away. We decided to journey deeper into the forest to find the heartwood tree, an ancient tree rumored to be the dwelling place of the soul harvester. It was said that, by singing the ancient song in its presence, the creature could be trapped within the tree, bringing peace back to our village. As we ventured deeper into the forest, the atmosphere grew more ominous. The towering trees cast elongated shadows, and the distant howls of animals seemed distorted, eerie. The air was heavy with an unexplainable tension, a silent warning of the impending confrontation with the creature. Hours turned into days as we searched for the elusive heartwood tree, guided only by the cryptic descriptions in Nainal's scrolls. We faced numerous trials and tribulations, from treacherous terrain to unsettling encounters with wildlife, that seemed equally disturbed by the creature's presence. But our determination never wavered, driven by the memory of our loved ones and the responsibility to end this nightmare. Finally, we stumbled upon a clearing in the forest, where the heartwood tree stood, ancient and imposing. Its bark was bold and covered in strange symbols. This was the place where we would make our stand against the soul harvester. With our hearts pounding, we stood before the tree, clutching the scrolls that held the words of the ancient song. 
As we began to sing, the tree seemed to come alive, its roots writhing and its branches swaying in response to our music. The harmonious vibrations created a barrier, and a sense of impending doom hung in the air. Then, from the darkness of the forest, the creature emerged, drawn by the melody that threatened its existence. It approached slowly, its elongated fingers reaching out, trying to break our song's hold, but we sang with unwavering determination, pouring all our energy into the song that had saved us once before. As the melody grew stronger, the creature's form began to flicker and distort. It let out an ear-piercing shriek, and in a final act of defiance, it attempted to seize us with its hypnotic gaze. But we held on, the song resonating with the heartwood tree's ancient magic. In one final surge of energy, the creature was sucked into the tree, vanishing as if it had never existed. The tree closed in on itself, sealing the soul harvester within, and an eerie silence filled the clearing. The ancient melody faded, and the heartwood tree returned to its dormant state, a silent guardian against the creature's return. We knew that we had succeeded, but the cost had been high. The memory of our lost village, our friends, and Na Na haunted us. We returned to the village with heavy hearts, determined to rebuild what was lost, armed with the knowledge that our people had preserved for generations. In the aftermath, we became the new guardians of the village's ancient wisdom, ensuring that the story of the soul harvester would never be forgotten. We knew that the creature's return was always a possibility, but we were prepared, and we had the song that could once again banish it to the depths of the heartwood tree. Our village would heal and thrive once more, and we would carry forward the legacy of our people, honoring those we had lost and standing ready to protect our home from any new threat that might arise. As we draw the curtains on this chilling tale, our hearts still racing and our minds haunted by the echoes of the unknown, Remember that the darkness we've explored is but a glimpse into the abyss that dwells within us all. In the realm of the mysterious, we find both terror and fascination. And in these shadows, we confront the depths of human nature and the uncharted territories of the universe. Thanks to each and every creeper out there who takes time out of their day to listen to my horrifying stories. Remember to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, or check out my website, mrsnightterror.store, for more chilling tales, delicious Halloween-inspired recipes, and amazingly horrific merch. And Creepers, if you have always been interested in podcasting or storytelling, but have doubts about using your own voice, you may be interested in lovo.ai. Lovo.ai was an incredible find. It allows me to use my own voice, and I'm able to upload and edit my podcast all on one platform. It saves me hours of recording and editing, which allows me to create more content for my lovely creepers. If you are interested in Lovo.ai, be sure to check out the link in my description. And fear not. For as you step back into the realm of the familiar, let the shivers down your spine remind you that life's greatest mysteries are the ones that keep us awake at night, beckoning us to peer into the abyss and challenge the boundaries of our understanding. Until next time, dear listeners, may your dreams be undisturbed, 
and may you find peace in the light of day. Good night and sweet dreams, if you dare.